everybody. Welcome back to another episode of AWM Insights. Brandon and Justin here, and we're excited to be back with you. Uh, last time we went through a little bit of a, a recap of 2023, what happened, um, you know, to the surprising, to the not so surprising, and how we navigated those waters and thought it would be good if we just spent a few minutes today talking about, you know, 2024, looking ahead, you're not going to get the Nostradamus, we're not pulling out the crystal ball. Uh, hopefully, you know, by now, that is not how we uh, view markets, although I got asked that question the other day uh, in an interview. So that was fun to answer. Uh, but at the end of the day, there is a lot that's going to happen this year. We do know that, right? We do know that we're going to have, uh, you know, markets that go up. We're going to have markets that go down. Uh, and we got some pretty interesting events ahead. We got an election uh, that is definitely going to be interesting. Yep. I think uh, that's pretty safe to say. Uh, I don't know interesting which way, of course, but um you know, I think we'll spend a little bit of time or I'd love to spend a little time, Justin, just, I mean, on the micro, like what are the, some of the things, headlines that are popping up, it's earning season. Uh, and then some of the stuff that we're looking ahead later in the year that, you know, I think people are starting to probably filter into their investment decision-making and maybe why that's a good decision, why that's not. I asked you a lot of questions there. So maybe just start with the micro. Let's start with earning season, what's going on right now. You know, what do you see for 2024 and how can we refocus? Sure. Yeah, th there's a lot to cover there. And um, I mean, that's what markets do, right? Markets incorporate all sorts of information and and uh, come up with some sort of answer. And we try and predict that, or I shouldn't say we try and predict that. Collectively, we as society try and predict it. And more often than not, we're wrong. So uh, to get to your question specifically, right, it is earnings season. Um, I think it's fair to say that there's a um, slight optimism, slight positive uh, ex expectation around earnings. Um, after pretty weak performance or weak expectations for most of last year, right, where the tide really did shift pretty drastically in the opposite direction from expectations. Um, and and it's not all that surprising to see that, right? We, we're coming off of a really, really solid year. And just overall, people are feeling a little bit better. Consumer sentiment is a little bit better than it was. Uh, I think expectations, like I've said, around earnings are are, are uh, expected to be a little bit stronger. And then you have kind of this big wild card, I think, that's still out there. Uh, this is not necessarily present quarter, but potentially, and that's around interest rates. Mm -hmm. Five weeks ago, there was a pretty big, uh, pretty strong movement to expect interest rates to come down, Fed to, to cut rates. And that's bounced around since then. We've gone from, oh, wait a second. No, we're not going to do it as fast as we have or as fast as we thought. And now we're we're maybe back to more on like, hey, the Fed is going to start to cut interest rates a little bit faster. Suffice it to say, there's a lot of moving parts to all this. And we certainly can't predict the future. To your point, we're not going to take out our crystal ball and act like Nostrad Nostradamus here. But we do know that there's going to be a number of different news stories internally last week we were we were looking actually at this there's a great chart that is often produced where you you look at a year and you just see all the meaningful news stories that happen throughout the year and then you know the, try to predict or, or you assess how the market actually reacted to it and nine times out of ten it's probably different than what you would have necessarily expected so we we know that there, like you said, and I've said multiple times, there's going to be some momentous events. Some of them we don't know about at all. Some of them we do, right? There's a there's a presidential election right around the corner. Uh, in the world we live in right now, that's going to be very interesting to your point. And, and 
arguably market moving. Um, it certainly was a couple of years ago uh, around around this time. And we need to be, plan for that. But we plan ahead for these 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 impactful events, good, bad, or indifferent. Not to say we're trying to predict them, but we have an all-weather portfolio, a portfolio that is really designed ahead of time to deal with the uncertainty that that exists within markets. And that makes a lot of sense. And it really is that that moment to refocus, right? If you're refocused on your priorities, to your point, and you're really identifying, hey, in the short term, you know, over the 12, 18, 24 months, these are my essential priorities, the things that I know have to be funded. Quite frankly, it doesn't matter what happens this year, right? Like we're protecting those in a way that there's still a high level of certainty that that money is going to be there to fund your priorities. And then what we know also is that, like you said, events come and go. You know, we couldn't have predicted 9-11. We couldn't have predicted, uh, some people did predict, but you couldn't have predicted, you know, the, the 2008 financial crisis to the extent that it happened. You certainly couldn't have predicted, you know, the global pandemic and, and everything that went on there. But what we can predict is that those types of things will happen, right? We just don't know what are going to come. And if we use history as our evidence, as our guide, then we can look forward and say, hey, if we're playing with 10, 15, 20-year time horizons, we can allocate assets in a way that ultimately help you to grow your wealth, help you to achieve those priorities, to meet those important and ultimately those discretionary priorities. And so it is really checking our emotions, I feel like, at these times. Like you said, last year, you know, there's probably the sentiment was a little bit worse, right? And yeah, 12 months ago, they invested. Think about what would have happened. We're going to throw just as much caution towards tuning out the noise right now is, hey, things feel pretty good. We had a really good equity market, a good stock market last year. Yeah. Now is not the time to be like, oh, let's throw caution to the wind and forget about my priorities and let's go all equities and let this bad boy ride. Like that's that's not the time either, right? It's tempting. Um, because we all want to make money, but it's time to stick with the basics, tune out that noise, and not not do that. You know, one uh, one old adage I I probably say too much is markets climb a wall of worry, and and there's two key points in that. I mean, it's a short statement, so there's a lot of key points. But climb first of all, markets generally go up, um, but they don't go up in a straight line, uh, and there's a lot to be worried about almost every single time. So you you can't let any one of those two emotions kind of, to your point, override one another. You need to have a plan in place. You need to understand your priorities. You need to really take the time and effort to think through that. What's important to you, right? We, we say money is a tool to accomplish your priorities. And that's really, 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 it's a simple but incredibly powerful statement and super important to us as AWM. Um, and if, you, if you've put the time, energy, and effort there, we are there to support you and build the portfolio that gives you the highest level of confidence knowing that there's going to be these these strong forces both emotional forces market forces that are constantly at play in this in this world uh but to your point over very long periods of time we have really really high confidence in your ability clients ability to meet their their priorities and and really what truly is important in life i think that's helpful and you know we kind of tease this out for everybody uh we will be launching on a, a new little series here going into the election i think you know, it is a it's a big deal. It's going to dominate news headlines from now until the end of the year, and probably beyond yeah. the end of the year, uh, depending on what happens. And you know, what we'll really focus on to get to the punchline is 
while it's extremely interesting and there's going to be all kinds of noise and media around how it may impact your financial portfolio, you don't have to go too far back in recent history to understand that even with turmoil, right, it goes back to the basics. It goes back to the right. plan. And it's just understanding, hey, I just have to be comfortable with the plan that I have in place. And if I am comfortable with that, quite frankly, the outcome of the election does not matter. Uh, and so the data supports that. The emotions will not support that. And so we're here to remind you of that. And so uh, if you have questions around this, you want us to hit on specific topics, please shoot us a text, 714-504-7689. We'd love to address it. And until next time, own your wealth. He can impact and always be a pro. I know got. He's rusty. The information in this podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision.